Good day, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Neo Kalonghe, and welcome to Feast at Home, Rizal District. At para po doon sa mga first time na makaka-attend ng aming pong online prayer service, welcome na welcome po kayo sa pamilyang ito. May this be your permanent spiritual family every single Sunday. And syempre mga kapatid, uh, we continue to invite everyone to our different light groups. Meron po kami mga light groups para po sa mga youth, para po sa mga singles, para po sa mga couples. Meron din po kami mga mga para po sa aming mga grandling, mga senior citizens. Meron din po pa, iba pong feast namin, meron po kami mga mga light group para po sa mga single parents. Kung gusto po ninyo na makasali sa iba't ibang light groups, eh, i-message nyo po kami pagkatapos ng service na ito, tapos kami na pong bahalang magkonekta sa inyo sa kanila. Siyempre mga kapatid, um, for your love offering and for your tithes, uh, bank details are flashed in your screens right now, on your screens right now. Um, your, your, your love offering and tithes would really go a long way for us to be able to help other people as well in this time of pandemic. Amen? Amen. And today, my brothers and sisters, this is a very special day. Ask me why. Because today, we are going to start a brand new series entitled Miracles and More. Pakitapik nga yung katabi, pakisabi sa kanya, kapatid, ready ka na ba? Kasi kung ready na kami, eh kung ready na kayo, eh ready ready na kami. Before we start, of course, we always pray our favorite prayer here at the feast. Samahan niyo po kami. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Today I receive all of God's love from me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessing, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today I proclaim that I am God's beloved, I am God's servant, I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's sing to the Lord. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Our reading is taken from Matthew 8 verse 1-4. Large crowds followed Jesus as he came down the mountainside. Suddenly, a man with leprosy approached him and knelt before him. Lord, the man said, If you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said. Be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappeared. Then Jesus said to him, Don't tell anyone about this. Instead, go to the priest and let him examine you. Take along the offering offered in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. Let's sing to the Lord. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
As I've said, my brothers and sisters, we are now starting a brand new series. Our God is still a God of miracles. He is the same God that created miracles 2,000 years ago. It is also, he is also the same Jesus who walked with us and, and, you know, and, and suffered with us, died for us. And guess what, my dear friends? We have just finished 18 talks. Can you hear me? 18 labing walong talks on the Sermon on the Mount, chapters 5 to 7. And we're now going to study the powerful healing and miracle stories in chapters 8 to 9. Our message for today is talk number one. Make me clean. But dear friends, um, we are going to divide this talk um, into two parts. Alright? For the first part, I want to preach on the simple mes message, God is still good. Now, I've got a question for you. Ask me what? What are your biggest struggles so far? Sa ngayon, anong pinaka-mabigat mong pagsubok? Struggle. You know, ako bilang isang tatay, my, one of my biggest struggles so far is, you know, I, I can't, you know, sometimes I cannot allow my, my, my son to go through their struggles. Okay? Struggle ko yun eh. Na ayoko silang hayaan na, na mag-struggle on their own. Kasi siyempre, bilang isang tatay, nais mo na, ano, gusto mo na, na laging protektado yung anak mo, laging maayos ang ginagalawan ng anak mo. Alam niyo, meron isang pagkakataon doon sa, sa isang, sa, sa isang, doon sa school na pinapasukan ng anak ko. Alam mo, me, meron siyang laruan na, na wala one time. Alam niyo, yung, yung laruan na yun ay napakahalaga para sa anak ko dahil yun ay ibinigay ng kanyang tita. Binigyan siya nung, ano, nung laro ang Beyblade. No? Alam niyo yung Beyblade na laro, yung go shoot! Yung umigot-ibot na ganun, parang turumpo nung panahon natin. Ninyo. <laughs> so, one day, coming from school, sabi nung anak ko, Paano, pa, yung, yung, yung Beyblade ko po ay hindi ko makita. Alam mo, tinanong ko siya, sabi ko sa kanya, anak, ano nangyari doon sa Beyblade mo? Galing pa naman yan kay tita mo. Eh, pa kasi, naglalaro kami ng mga friends ko, tapos merong isang dumating na coming from the higher level, tapos kiniram niya, tapos hindi na niya binalik. Aba, sinabi ko, sabi ko sa anak ko, ay hindi pwede yan. Okay, alam nyo, sabi nung sabi ko sa asawa ko, alam, sabihin mo doon, sabihan mo yung advisor ni, ni, ni Forth na yung kanyang ang Beyblade nga ay may kumuha. Di sinabi naman ng asawa ko kinabukasan doon sa, sa teacher, sa advisor ng anak ko. Alam mo, sabi nung advisor ng anak ko, Sir, ano po, um, hindi po natin pwedeng pagbintangan yung bata na kumuha ng laruan ng anak ninyo. Ayan. Yun yung sinabi sa akin ng asawa ko. Sabi ko, eh, hindi naman pinagbintangan kumuha. Baka sabihin lang kinuha. Pero anong gagawing action ng teacher? Aba, sabi ko sa asawa ko, Ma, ibigay mo yung number ko sa teacher ni kuya Tapos tatawagan ko siya. Tinawagan ko sa telepono yung advice. Sabi ko sa kanya, Sir, pasensya na po kayo ha. Kasi laruan po ng anak ko yung nawawala. It's not about the toy itself, no? but the act that was done to my child, towards my child, na kinuhaan ng laruan. Sabi ko, Sir, pasensya na po kayo. Hindi naman po ito tungkol sa laruan. Because ito po ay tungkol dun sa ginawa dun sa anak ko na sige, sabihin na po natin na hindi naman po sinasagyang makuha yung laruan Pero, 
tumawag pa din yung laruan. Diba? Because as a father, my natural tendency is really to help our kids. No? Yun talaga yung tendency na natin, eh, tumulong sa ating mga anak. Kaya naman minsan, pero syempre, sorry ah, syempre, hindi naman natin po pwedeng gawin yung lagi sa kanila. Kasi syempre, may mga pagkakataon din na hinahayaan natin yung ating mga anak na ayusin yung kanilang problema. Bakit? Kasi syempre, para hindi naman sila maging dependent sa atin. Okay? Now, look at this one, my dear friends. May I burst a false expectation that a lot of people have. A lot of people would always tell that life is fair. But no, life is not fair. The earlier we accept this, the better. But even if life is unfair, God is still good. Which brings me to our key passage for today. Matthew started this story by saying large crowds followed Jesus as he came down the mountainside. Matthew mentioned the word mountainside because he was making it clear that the Sermon on the Mount was over. And it was like Jesus rolled up his sleeves and said, You know what guys? I, I explained the kingdom through the words. But now I'm going to explain the kingdom of God through my actions, through my works. Watch me. Alright? And, and, and he met the person that needed a particular miracle that day. Suddenly, a man with leprosy approached him and knelt before him. Lord, the man said, If you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. You know what, my dear friends, whenever the Bible says the word leprosy, it does not automatically mean leprosy as we know leprosy now. Okay? Um, Today, we, you know, ang Tagalog ng leprosy, ketong, you know? No? Uh, leprosy in the Bible could be any form of any skin disease. And note how Matthew said suddenly, bigla, 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 merong isang lalaking lumabas, lumuhod sa harapan niya, at sinabi, Lord, if you are willing, make me clean. Okay? Because what the man did was shocking. In ancient Israel, my dear friends, lepers did not approach people. Hindi pwedeng lumapit ang mga taong may leprosy sa mga tao dati as prescribed by the laws of Moses. Lepers lived in a leper colony far away from everyone else. And if they walk, okay, they have to announce their coming by shouting, I am unclean! I am unclean! And guess what happened next? To share this one, it's all welcome, Brother Marky. Thanks, Bronio. And to continue, question. Do you trust God's character? Character, yeah. Well, Matthew said, Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said. Well, Jesus said that. You know? The leper wasn't asking if Jesus could heal him. Napagalingin siya. No? Hindi siya nagtanong. Because he believed. He believed Jesus could do it. How do we know this? First, he called Jesus Lord. And second, well, it said in the previous verse that he knelt before him. Lumood siya sa harapan ni Jesus. Hindi mo gagawin yun unless you know that that person, that person is powerful. Kaya nga, 
tinanong si Jesus, if you are willing, ba? tinanong niya. He knew Jesus was powerful, but was he a good guy? The leper was not asking about his capacity. He was asking about his character. Isn't this our problem too? Ba? Di ba ganito rin tayo mag-isip? We know God is powerful, but why isn't He fixing our problem, our pain? And why isn't He fixing this pandemic? So many are suffering, so many are sick, so many are losing their jobs. Now think of Jesus' audience for a minute. Way back before, everyone who was listening to Jesus, His audience, they were oppressed. Sila yung mga inap eh. No? Karamihan may hirap at you know, they, sila yung nakaranas ng pangapin ng Romans sa pagbubuwis nga lang. No? You know, Roman taxes. Yes, Roman taxes. Pag hindi sila makabayad, their lands were being confiscated. And worse is, their children sold as slaves. Now, if God was really good, why doesn't He send Superheroes, yeah? Superman or Captain America, yeah? to rescue them from this evil Roman Empire. But, no, kidding aside, this was the reason why they wanted Jesus to be the military messiah yeah? that would lead an army to drive out the Roman soldiers. But Jesus didn't do that. He didn't. So does that mean that God isn't good? No. It just means God's idea of good is very different than your or our idea of good. Now, and during these difficult times, God invites you. Trust in my goodness. I know all of you see I know all of you see is bad. But behind all that bad, something good is happening to you. For I promise for I promise you that all things will work for your good. Well, you can see that in Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Now, even when things are bad, declare today. Yes, even where things are worse, na lahat na nangyayari sa'yo, no, is na, <laughs> hindi naaayon, or you know, it's not going your way. Declare today, God is still good. God is still good. God is still good. Now you belong to God. Now in the second part of the story, I'd like uh, I'd like to preach on the message, "You belong to God." Now let me share. Now growing up, I felt you know I felt I had no friends, like I was all alone. A loner, but you know, came along my kababatas, and then you know, I see to it. But you know, I felt I didn't belong anywhere. Kaya I explored so many stuff. Well, I was into music, so nagpakarak star ako. <laughs> Did all it. And what they, I, alam mo, lagi siya sabi is sex, drugs, and alcohol. You name it. <laughs> And making a very long story short, I became a substance abuser. Yes, addict. Naging addict po ako. 
and nakulong, narihab. Well, do you know what saved me? Ask me what. Sumuko na ako. Hindi po sa mga pulisa. Sumuko na ako. Sinuko ko na ang buhay ko sa kanya. I started accepting na hindi ko kaya mag-isa. Na hindi ko kayang sumaya on my own. Na hindi ko kaya na wala yung presensya niya. Because then, I felt his presence and you know the path to renewal all of suddenly tuloy-tuloy na it started and alam nyo mga kapatid you can boil down all your problems into one word with that story and that is separation I believe the greatest need of a human being is connection connection with God and others Which brings us to the continuation of our Bible story. Now, what makes you unclean? Well, the leper said, to continue, the leper said, Lord, if you're willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Why did he say, make me clean? Was he dirty? Madumi ba siya? Libag-libag ba siya? Hindi ba siya naliligo? No. No, what? 2,000 years ago, they had no concept. They had no concept. Walang research about bacteria, germs, no, and COVID. Wala silang ganun. But they had a concept of being ritually unclean. The, well, the Jews divided the entire world between clean and unclean. <laughs> some food were clean. Food, yes. Some food were clean. Some were not. For example, beef was clean. Pork was not. <laughs> Tilapia was clean. Squid, shrimps, and shells were not. Let's read the passage from the book of Numbers and see if you can catch the three other things that made people unclean. Altogether now. The Lord gave this instruction to Moses. Command the people of Israel to remove the, from the camp anyone who has a skin disease or a discharge who has become ceremonially unclean by touching a dead person. Isa-isahin natin, brothers and sisters. Skin disease, discharge of sexual fluids, touching a dead body. Some people might say, That's utterly barbaric, Cap. How can such things make someone unclean before God? Well, my friend, my friend, oh, he's a cousin of mine. He owns a funeral business. Yes, Puninaria. <laughs> they had make, they, oh, they had makeup artists. And, and yung makeup artists na yan, ang, you know, de, silang dahilan kung bakit maraming nagsasabi. Kapag dumalaw sa burol, di ba, sasabihin ng mga, oh, those who visit wait, na, parang natutulog lang siya, di ba? They are these people. They touch dead bodies all the time. <laughs> But does that mean that they are unclean before God? 
Or example, if my wife Anna, when she has her monthly period, does that mean she isn't clean too? And she can't worship? Well, now before I explain the Old Testament concept of clean and unclean, I need first to share a very important truth. Yes, an important truth on reading very, you know, on reading very foreign passages like this. Remember that when you read the Bible, you're reading with these two machines. First, you're riding a jet plane to another country. Yes. Para ka pong turista sa ibang bansa kapag nagbabasa ka ng Bible. Diba? Now, when you go to Japan, and nakikita mo sila na kumakain sila ng fresh fish. Hindi nila niluluto, hindi nila piniprito. Fresh, yes. Araw-araw yun. And every single day, they eat that. Do you say that they are barbaric? No. They are, they are just different. Diba? When you go to Korea, Korea, and you see them eat rotten cabbage every day, do you say that they're, or do you ask that they're barbaric? No, they're just different. <laughs> you don't, you know, you don't fly to France, for example, diba? And complain na walang tapsilugan, walang parisan, <laughs> walang adobo, walang sinigang. No, diba? You, can't, you, you don't go to Italy and complain why their spaghetti is not sweet and walang chop. Hot dogs. But that's what we do when we read the Bible. You know, and we exp- and expect it to read like a modern book. No. It's, its contents are really before the start of the calendar. <laughs> Not only that, that you're riding a jet plane or you're also riding a time machine. Yes, but a time machine. You're traveling back in time, you know, not 10 years, no, not 50 years, or not 100 years ago. But like I said, it's before even the calendar began. But, uh, well, but as going back like 3,000 years ago, instead of saying that's barbaric, no, be a good tourist and enter the amazing world. And one of the things about their world is the biblical concept of clean and unclean. Brother Monchin. Thank you, Brother Marky. Isang masaya at pagpalang umaga po sa inyo lahat. Ako po si Brother Monching and uh, tara na po at ipagpatuloy natin ang talk ngayong linggong ito. You see, kakaiba talaga ang pangapaniniwala at kultura ng mga naunang hudyo para sa kanila kapag humawak ka ng uh, leper o di naman kaya ng isang uh, bangkay o kaya isang uh, babaeng uh, dinadatnan ng kanyang buwan ng dalaw o yung menstrual period you are considered unclean no kahit naman uh, wala kang ginawa hindi ka naman marumi hinawakan mo lang sila you are considered unclean hindi naman ibig sabihin ito uh, sa kanilang paniniwala na yung humawak eh automatic makasalanan na agad no uh, they are just considered ceremonially unclean Ang ibig, ano, ano ba ang ibig sabihin ng ceremonially unclean? Sa pag-iisip nila, ang mga sexual fluids o bangkay ng tao are uh, intimately connected to life and 
death. Okay? And since God is the source of all life, sa kanilang paniniwala, you cannot approach Him. Hindi ka pwedeng lumapit sa Diyos with these kinds of symbols. Okay? Saan kaya nanggagaling ang uh, kanilang uh, paniniwalang ito? Ano kaya ang kanilang pinaghuhugutan? Okay? It starts with their belief that God is holy. Tawa naman yun. God is holy. Wala namang mali ron. Para sa atin, ang definition natin ng holiness bilang mga Kristiyano, parang tinatawag nating uh, banal. No? That's, that's the most uh, common term kapag sinabi nating holy. Yung isang tao ay banal. Pero para sa mga Hudyo, holiness means uh, to be set apart, to be unique, to be one of a kind. Okay? You see, being ceremonially unclean was a symbol of their being set apart from God. Nakahiwalay. Medyo malayo. May distansya. So, paano ka lalapit? Uh, you need to be ritually clean. So, being ritually clean was a constant symbolic reminder that they belong to God. Okay. Kailangan parang uh, uh, ritually clean sila lagi. Okay? Para sa uh, para mas maintindihan natin, let me show you a clear picture of how the Jews view God's set-apartness o yung distansya uh, ng Diyos sa mga ordinaryong tao. The Jews believed that God lived in a temple in Jerusalem. They believed that if God lived in Israel, Israel should be uh, holy too. Okay? Ito pa. Para sa kanila, ang Diyos ay nakatira sa isang uh, 20 square meter na room. Ano? Grabe naman si Lord. Ang late ng bahay. 20 square meters lang. Yun ang kanilang paniniwala na doon nakatira ang Diyos. At tinatawag nila itong Holy of Holies. At ito pa. Walang kahit sino na pwedeng pumasok doon. Ibig sabihin, uh, yung mga grab driver, no, yung mga delivery ng lalamob at Shopee, hindi pwedeng pumasok doon. Okay, bawal. Tanging ang high priest lang nila ang pwedeng pumasok. Tuwing kailan? Once a year lang pwedeng dumalaw. Oh, during the Day of Atonement. Pero, isang araw, merong nakapasok, merong naligaw na tao sa hindi inaasahang pagkakataon. Sino ang taong ito? Walang iba kundi si Prophet Isaiah. You see, isang araw, he had an out-of-this-world experience. Bigla na lang siyang natransport doon sa loob ng Holy of Holies. No? Bigla na lang siyang napunta doon. Parang uh, uh, time-space warp. Ngayon din, bigla siyang napunta doon. At, at akala mo ba may excite uh, si Prophet Isaiah? Biro mo, uh, bibihira mangyari yun, hindi pwedeng mangyari yun Pagkakataon mo na, na na makapasok ka o maimbitahan ka Doon sa kondo ng Diyos na paniniwala nila na 20 square meters lang ang laki Dapat magiging masaya siya ha? Kaya lang ito ang nangyari Pabasahin ko ha Isaiah 6, 5-7 Then I said, it's all over I am doomed For I am a sinful man I had filthy lips and lived among people of filthy lips. Yet I have seen the King, the Lord of Heaven's armies. Then one of the seraphim, this is an angel, flew to me 
with a burning coal. Okay? Um, nag, nagbabagang uh, parang uh, uling. Okay? And he had taken from the altar with a pair of thongs. Okay? Pangsipit. And he touched my lips with it and said, See, the coal has touched your lips. Now your guilt is removed and your sins are forgiven. Kasi parang uh, very uh, napakababa ng tingin niya sa sarili niya. Very ashamed siya. Dahil makasalanan siya at para sa kanya wala siyang karapatan na lumapit sa Diyos. Wala siyang karapatan na makita ang Diyos. Pero sa pagkakataong iyon, pumunta yung anghel, uh, kumuha ng nagbabagang uling, dinikit sa kanyang labi. Oh, ito ba makasalanan sa iyo? Oh, yan. At ang sabi ng anghel, nakakatawa, no? Your guilt is removed and your sins are forgiven para niyang sinasabi na tanggalin mo na sa iyong kalooban ang pagiging hindi karapat-dapat ginawa ka ng karapat-dapat ng Diyos na humarap ha, sa kanyang piging. So, doon sa pangyayaring yun, the burning coal overpowered the unclean lips of Isaiah. At ganito rin ang nangyari doon sa istoryang binasa natin. Okay? Jesus overpowered the uncleanness of the leper. Okay? Sabi sa Matthew uh, 8.5, yung binasa natin kanina, Jesus reached out and touched him. Okay? Parang ganun na nangyari. Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. Okay? Nagulantan siguro lahat ng taong nakakita. <laughs> Bakit? Kasi para sa kanila, kapag hinawakan ng isang malinis na tao, ang isang unclean na tao, the clean, yung malinis na humawak, becomes dirty. Nagiging unclean na rin. Yun ang kanilang paniniwala. And para mas maintindihan natin ito, meron tayong demonstration. Okay? So, meron akong dalawang baso dito. Okay? Isang marumi, at isang malinis. Kunwari, ito yung malinis na tao. Ito yung sinasabi nilang unclean na tao. Ang kanilang paniniwala, kapag ka nagdikit sila, kapag hinawakan ng malinis yung maruming tao, mahahawa siya ng karumihan nito. Parang ganito. Si konting hawak lang, magiging madumi agad yung malinis na tao. Yun ang kanilang paniniwala. Pero nung hinawakan ni Jesus yung leper, Same as when the burning coal touched the lips of Isaiah, the opposite happened. Hindi naging marumi yung malinis. Okay? Kabalik tala na nangyari. Yung kalinisan ni Jesus ang siyang naghugas, naglinis at nagtanggal ng uncleanness o karumihan ng leper. Thus, he was healed. Kaya kung mapapansin nyo, yung mga pariseyo, ayaw nilang kausapin man lang yung mga makakasalanan like the tax collectors, the prostitutes, etc. Kasi, takot silang mahawahan nung karumihan na mga to. Pero, kabaliktaran ang ginagawa ni Jesus dahil siya mismo ang lumalapit sa mga makakasalanan, sa mga tinatawag nilang unclean, sa mga akala nila'y marurumi. Anong ginagawa ng Diyos? Kinakaibigan niya, niyayakap niya, minamahal niya. Hindi siya nahawa sa karumihan nila bagkos kabaliktaran na nangyari, hinawahan ni Jesus ang, ng, ng kanyang kalinisan ang karumihan ng mga taong ito. And I have a perfect demonstration for you as well. Nabalik tayo dun sa dalawang baso. 
Yung isa, this represents the uncleanness of people. Yung mga kasalanan nila, yung karumihan nila. And ito naman, ito ang kalinisan ni Jesus. Kanina, ang paniniwala ng mga Hudyo, kapag hinawakan ng malinis yung marumi, mahawahan yung malinis ng kanyang karumihan. Pero kabaliktaran ang nangyayari sa Diyos. Kapag hinawakan ng Diyos, nilapitan ng Diyos, niyakap ng Diyos, yung marumi, nagiging malinis yung marumi. Parang ganito. Nag-uumapaw ang kalinisan ng Diyos. At sobra-sobra ito para linisin ang karumihan ng sinumang makasalanan tao. Going back to the story of Jesus and the leper. You see, sa totoo lang, hindi na actually kailangan pang hawakan ni Jesus yung leper, yung leper para pagalingin ito. Okay? Kasi, yun yung issue eh. Ang daming issue ng mga tao eh. Huwag mo na hawakan. Sa totoo lang, hindi na kailangan hawakan ni Jesus yung leper para pagalingin siya. Ha? Isang salita lamang ng Diyos ay gagaling na yung leper kung gugustuhin niya. So, ba't ganun? What's the purpose? Bakit pa kaya hinawakan ni Jesus? Let me give you the reason why. Una, touch is an expression of love. Okay? Isipin mo na lang, etong mga meketong na ito, bawal silang hawakan o kahit malang lapitan ng mga tao. Sa palagay mo ba, kailan kaya siya huling nakaranas ng hawak, ng haplos, o lalo na ng yakap at pagmamahal galing sa ibang tao, eh, separated sila, outcast sila, bawal silang lapitan. Gutom na gutom ang, sa, sa pansin, gutom na gutom sa, sa yakap, gutom na gutom sa haplos, sa touch ang mga taong ito. At ito mismo ang ibinigay ni Jesus sa kanila. Bukod sa pagpapagaling ng kanilang pisikal na katawan, alam niya na uhaw na uhaw ang mga ito sa kanilang emosyon. Okay? Number two, touch is connection. Ang pinakamalubhang karamdaman na pwedeng maranasan ng mga tao ay hindi lamang mga sakit na kanser, sakit sa puso o leprosy. Ang pinakamalala ay separation. Okay? Separation meaning being disconnected with God and other people. Ikaw, kapatid, Do you feel any form of separation and disconnection right now? Eh, lalo na ngayon sa panahon natin. Social distancing. <laughs> Pero hindi naman kailangan na pati yung puso natin, eh, i-distansya natin sa mga tao sa paligid natin. Lalo na yung mga may sakit. Naiintindihan ko, bawal silang lapitan, bawal silang hawakan. Pero kung merong social distancing, hindi mo kailangan i-distansya ang puso at pagmamahal mo sa kanila dahil marami kang pwedeng gawin. I've got good news for you kung, malam, kung, kung marahil ganito ang nararamdaman mo para ang layo mo sa Diyos at ang layo mo sa ibang tao. Paano gagawin mo? Just open your life to Jesus and the sickness of separation and disconnection will heal. You will get permanent connection to God and His people. Buti na lamang dahil sa technology. Marami nang naimbentong gamot para labanan yung leprosy o ketong. I can't imagine na 
kung meron pang ganun na sakit ngayon, napakahirap naman nun. Kasi hindi naman nila kasalanan na magkasakit na ganun. Pero napakahirap nung dinadanas nila. Not just physical, but also emotional. Okay? Tapos mamatay na lang sila ng ganun na malungkot. Nakakaawa naman. Buti na lang wala nang ganun. Kaya lang, marami pa rin ang mga na nangyayari okay? na kaparehas o parang katulad nung nararamdaman nung leper. Sometimes, we feel dirty. We feel guilty. We feel unworthy. And we feel disconnected. We are being filled with shame. Ang iniisip natin, galit na galit at nang didiri ang Diyos sa karumihan natin. Kaya, tayo mismo yung lumalayo. Okay? Tayo mismo yung, yung nagdi-disconnect sa sarili natin. Paano nangyayari ito? Habang tayo nagkakasala, lalo nating nilalayo ang ating loob sa Diyos. Ang Diyos ay hindi lumalayo bagkos siya ay lumalapit lagi sa atin. Pero habang tayo nagkakasala, lumalayo tayo ng lumalayo sa Kanya at kinakain tayo ng guilt, ng shame, at nandidiri tayo sa sarili natin. Pagramdam natin na hindi tayo karapat-dapat sa pagmamahal ng Diyos. Hindi tayo karapat-dapat sa Kanyang haplos, sa Kanyang yakap. Kung ganito ang nararamdaman mo, I have good news for you. Jesus wants to touch you today. He wants to close the gap. Gusto niyang tanggalin yung distansya. Gusto niyang magkalapit kayo at hindi magkalayo. Gusto niyang tanggalin ang lahat ng nagpapabigat sa puso mo. Nasan hi ng distansya na nararamdaman mo? At ito ang huling nangyari doon sa story ng leper. Balik tayo dun sa verse. Ang sabi, And instantly, the leprosy disappeared. Nawala bigla ang kanyang sakit, ang kanyang karamdaman. Then Jesus said to him, Don't tell anyone about this. Instead, go to the priest and let him examine you. Kasi yung mga priest sila yung parang <laughs> judge. Okay? Sila yung parang nag-check kung uh, clean or unclean. Kaya sabi ng Diyos, so, Sige, magpa-check ka. Ha, kung kung clean or or clean ka na ha tatuloy ko take along the offering required in the law of Moses who have been healed of leprosy so may offering pa yon okay this will be a public testimony para makita ng lahat ng tao lalo na yung mga priest okay doon sa templo that you have been cleansed Hindi na kailangan yun kung tutuusin. Malinis na siya sa pagtingin ni Jesus. Tinanggap na siya ni Jesus. Pero hindi lang yun ang gusto mangyari ni Jesus. Gusto niya maging malinis ka rin sa paningin ng mga tao. Not that it mattered, pero naiintindihan ng Diyos na bilang tao, eh, tayo ay may connection din sa mga nasa paligid natin. At gusto niya maging malinis din ang pagtingin ng ibang tao. Doon sa tao may ketong. Na-imagine ko na siguro ito yung pinakamasayang araw doon sa buhay ng leper. Kasi bukod na gumaling siya sa kanyang karamdaman na pisikal, eh pati yung kanyang emotion, pati yung kanyang espiritu, ay nagbalik ang lakas, nagbalik ang saya, nagbalik ang sigla. Biro mo, napakapatak. How many years kaya ano, na dinanas niya ito? Maybe for many, many years. Ikaw kapatid, 
gaano katagal na yung dinadala mo na nagpapabigat sa puso mo na sanhi ng parang distansya mo sa Diyos o distansya mo sa mga tao sa paligid mo. Ngayon, okay? nakakalapit na yung leper dun sa ibang tao. Nakakapasok na siya dun sa templo para sumamba. Hindi na siya sinisita. Okay? Kung ang pakiramdam niya dati ay malayo siya sa ibang tao at sa Diyos, ngayon hindi na. At yun din ang paanyaya ng Diyos sa iyo at sa ating lahat. Hindi na uh, feeling separated from God yung leper. Ano yung sinasabi ng Diyos? Your mind, you belong to me. Malinis na siya. At ganun din ang sinasabi ng Diyos sa ating lahat. Malinis ka na. Nilinis kita ng aking pagmamahal at pagpapatawad. Kapatid, tanggapin natin ang paanyaya ng Diyos na linisin niya tayo sa pamamagitan ng kanyang pagmamahal, ng kanyang pagpapatawad, ng kanyang grasya. God wants you to be clean as well. Lumapit ka lang sa kanya at hayaan mong linisin kanya. Amen? Hallelujah. Let me end with a short prayer. Samahan niyo kami. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Panginoon, maraming maraming salamat po sa iyong walang hanggang grasya, sa iyong pagpapatawad, sa iyong pagmamahal. Bagamat kami napakarumi, kami ay namumukadkad ng kasalanan. Pero niminsan di mo kami nilayuan, niminsan hindi mo kami tinanggihan, niminsan hindi mo kami pinandirihan. Kahit lahat ng tao minsan ay lumalayo sa amin dahil marami kaming nagawang mali. Ikaw mismo ang lumalapit sa amin, katulad ng ginawa mo sa mga mga kasalanan. Binago mo sila dahil sa pagmamahal mo. Nilinisan mo sila dahil sa pagpapatawad mo. At gano'n na rin po ang kahilingan namin at panalangin namin sa iyo ngayong araw na ito. Patuloy mo po kaming linisin. Ayaw na po namin dumistansya sa inyo. Gusto namin mas maging mapalapit lamang sa iyo. Dahil kapag nasa iyo kami, masaya ang buhay. Maraming salamat, Panginoon, sa iyong pagmamahal at pagpapatawad. Bless us today and every day. In Jesus' name, Amen. In the, the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Muli ito po si Brother Monching. We love you, but God loves you more. Let's praise and worship the Lord.